Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Walsh. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And we're at Season 2, Episode 14, Moonshot. And Travis, I can't be more excited. And mm-hmm. finally, when I say finally, I mean finally, yeah. we have our very first guest. Will you please do the honors? Wow, I'm uh, this is an old friend. Uh, I, I, I call him a, a colleague at times. We work together um, on a number of uh, things, either on stage and, and film. Um, uh, an actor who appears in this episode of mm-hmm. DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Mr. Adam Pateman. Adam, how are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, you're, the very, you're the first guest on Gideon, guys. But wow. It, as soon as I saw that uh, your episode was coming up, we had to Amazing. make it happen. Was this what out of like thirty-seven episodes? Mm, this is episode thirty for us. Oh, this is the thirtieth. Yeah, carry the seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I first got this idea and was pitching it to Travis, and I was like, I was like yeah, "I'd like to get guests on sometime," and we just nothing's ever worked out, and I, I can't. And so this is perfect because mm-hmm. I, I was gonna have like, "Hey, I have some friends who also like the show." No, let's start with someone who's been on the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, before we like i'm gonna guess two days on the set uh i actually just i think one day just one day yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so i thought yeah. there was enough coverage there that they probably had that set more than once and maybe they they just didn't have you on there because there's a lot of footage there right um yeah so for those who don't know i guess i'm i'm like one of the nasa guys in that mm-hmm. big room mm-hmm. and oh we're gonna like... get to it we'll get to that scene maybe we'll save it for then right but no, I, no, I thought, no, I thought no, you no. would go ahead go okay. ahead now you've already got me interested <laughs> okay, i was go. already interested in here sure it, yeah so. like um i mean it's time travel show so it, this was like a time traveling back to the to 1970 for the Apollo 13 landing. And I was like guidance, like the person in charge of, uh, I was like a NASA engineer in the room, which is funny because I've played a NASA engineer in another TV show as well. So what was the other show? Uh, Away with Hilary Swank that was on uh, uh, Netflix. Cool. Came out this year. Cool. Yeah. But that's like, that's like me being in like current day mission Mm. control. Whereas Mm. this show was great because there was like fake cigarettes like smoldering away and fake ashtrays because it was 1970. (laughs) It was like really wild. It was like the the set was really cool for this one. Like what they did was incredible. Dude, their art department was phenomenal. Really? Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, it stood out. It stood out in this. I mean, it always is good, Mm -hmm. uh, but costumes. I honestly think the budget for this episode specifically has got to be pretty high because they had like a lot of actors on wires and a lot of special effects and explosions Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. moon surfaces and stuff like a lot of Mm -hmm. CGI and stuff like. I don't. I actually haven't watched a ton of the rest of the show, but like you have the rest, seen some though. You've seen a little bit. Um, yeah, I watched the when, when I got the the role. I watched the first three or four episodes just to sort get of an get idea a, of who's who and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just oh, season of, of the first season. Oof, big mistake. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Even the first episode, it was like so much exposition, where it was just like bam, bam, bam. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, oh my god. And even in this episode, it's so fast paced. It's like yeah. this storyline, this storyline. I'll mm-hmm. bet you anything. The writers' room for that is just like. Every like every day is like a new note from executives. Like, what about this character storyline? And you're like, oh, I guess we'll shoehorn it in there because like, and they do a really pr- a good job of it. But like, there's mm-hmm. so yeah. such a dense show. In, and in I a can't imagine way. 
Yeah, yeah, I go because I, I really like this episode. Yeah. Uh, and and lots those, going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in those early episodes, like especially that first season, there's more more stank than there is uh, sweet aroma. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I think, when when I first, when I first pitched Travis, I said the first season is something I called an entertaining train wreck because I'm such a geek for these shows, the D, the DCCW shows, because I'm a comic book geek big time dc nerd and for all their warts they are made with a true spirit of people who love the dc universe and know all the deep dive stuff well is mm -hmm. is that how a dc comic goes is it that intricate like these episodes are where it's like this character this character that's the problem is all the, the the two shows that this spun off from were Arrow and Flash, which have a big supporting cast, but there's a clear star character. This is like, let's take a whole bunch of these supporting characters we've created, put them on a team show, and then figure out how to make it work. Because season two, they're still figuring it out. Because we're at season, we're going going into season six now, and it's a well-oiled machine, how they've got it going in the show. Yeah. Wonderful. It's completely different than what we're watching right now. Really? Because <laughs> yeah. like, But even like this, like uh, for, for packing everything in here, I don't think this was perfect. I still, I still have some problems with this. And they're kind of the lingering things that we've had, had been talking about in previous episodes, John. But I thought this feels like... Uh, oh, I like this one. This feels like... like uh, Except for one clicking. part. Yeah, okay. We'll get to it. So it's, I should it's do... I got the show, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is episode called Moonbase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got yeah. the Netflix synopsis here for that Johnny always, uh, we, we like to, to swap. Searching, searching for Commander Steel's Spear of Destiny fragment, the team infiltrates NASA in 1970 and intervenes in the Apollo 13 mission to the moon. Right, so. Good to me. When we start off this episode, uh, Rip has just dropped off Commander Steel in 1965 Manhattan. Now, real quick, I'll give you the quick rundown. The Justice Society were a team that Rip Hunter was working with. They all had to hide these pieces of this spear that if were put together could blow up the goddamn universe. I, I think, you, yeah, you could probably put that together. That is, they need these pieces when they're all together, then like trouble kind of thing. Right, Adam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's, yeah. What's the word for that? A MacGuffin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. This show is becomes famous for its MacGuffins to the point where oh yeah season five they've got an episode called egg mcguffin it's just (laughs) well that's good yeah it becomes an in joke yeah this is the first season where they do that so just as commander steel disappears rip shows up the present day rip shows up with the team just missed him i kind of like that little Mm -hmm. travis we've talked about that they've got a time ship wouldn't you go right back to when it happened but you can't cross the screen i know know. like and at this point they should have said okay well let's get back in we'll go back to like five minutes earlier we'll try this again you know what i can't run into each other they show up and they're like oh we just missed him like well it's hopeless because he's really good at hiding like yeah if only we had a time machine (laughs) he's a comedian well one thing you have to remember and this does becomes an important point as travis for Mm -hmm. the rest of the because we're wrapping up this season you know, this is the this is the wind up into the fina- the three part finale, mm-hmm. and is they they can't interact with themselves, that's, right? That's right. the big point. Yeah, they yeah, cannot yeah, yeah, interact with themselves. I know. They still kind of <laughs> so, break those. Up. But this is where I wanted to say you don't recognize where that where this is happening because this this, okay, is this, the this location museum? has this the been museum? used. 
this location has been used before in this, and this location is used all the time in. And this is a location that we know as Vancouverites. Yeah, this all the like, time. Oh, that's part of the show. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like by the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Yeah, 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 uh, <laughs> and uh, the law courts and the the art gallery. Yeah. All that, like, oh, but do you okay. remember, Johnny? Can you re re recognize it from where we saw it before? Okay, was this Season was one. this when Leonard Snart was in Russia with the the Russian? No, experience? it was one of uh, Vandal Savage's like rallies or okay. something. Like he was like okay. in front of like everything. It was so funny. Like I, I bet you we'll see it again, man. Uh, but like, you know what's funny is like that location is uh like less than a city block away from where my location for filming was underground in the CBC building. That's hilarious. It's this giant like studio space. Oh, that's wow. Yeah, I've shot in there building. before as well. That's cool. That that place is awesome that it is CBC, really that cbc huge. building is awesome yeah i had no idea how huge it was yeah um but yeah that, so that's that, in the tele so underneath the television studio is that big set yeah yeah there's like a oh, huge sound, sound stage that we had to go into from the back like an alleyway and mm. it's like a block away from that first shot in manhattan quote mm. unquote yeah which yeah. is just like the which corner is, of beady and which is probably uh, i was probably working at the time when they were filming this there i was working at a school downtown which is like two blocks from there so i was probably saw this yeah. uh being set up there this so, is the epicenter yeah yeah this is... oh yeah every there's shoot there's so much man johnny yeah. like uh, i guarantee i bet you we'll see it again like i said we've already seen but them use honestly in that. yeah i'll bet you like the location scout got like uh, like the fact that it was they didn't even have to like move like craft services I or know, anything. Like it's the fact that it's literally across the street from where the soundstage is. Yeah. yeah. For for mission control. Mm. It like it totally makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. I love that. I would love to be a location. We've scout. said yeah, that, yeah. Travis. We've said we made jokes about like, and I bet you they were filming an episode of Flash on the other side of the building. They're very smart about right. it. Right. And if their crews are working together, why yeah. not? Mm -hmm. Like uh, or just like, yeah, hey, we can all we're all using this at the same time. Let's go get this b-roll stuff done well yada yada yeah why not anyway so right. 1965 is a bust because he's a chameleon and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so, right. so the legend the legends brainstorm on the ship that what would a man like commander steel be doing uh he'd be an astronaut they just they figure it out in like 10 seconds say, what, would, what would that guy do he's an astronaut okay good sure enough mm -hmm. he's a fucking he works for nasa they find his picture in some uh, footage Gideon brings up. Right. So they go, well, we're going to go to, it's in 1970. So they go to 1970 Houston. And Rip walks in with an idea. He's like, I think I might have an idea. They're like, sorry, we already figured it out. Because this whole episode is a whole like, you're not the captain anymore, Rip Hunter. They, they yeah. make that point over yeah. and over and over. So that guy was, uh, Adam, that guy was the captain for all of season one. And he was never really that great. Like, no, uh, I don't know if it was Mr. Mr. Trenchcoat. Yeah, yeah, Rip Rip Hunter, <laughs> who looks looks sharp in the suit early on. There, I like that. I think he should drop the trench coat. The suit looked good. With that, stick with that nice suit. Well, um, well, Travis, Travis, um, apparently, I'll just let you know. Um, that happens. Oh. Good, cool. That happens. Good, good call then. I like it. The other one, like the other one, it looks too like shitty steampunk. You know what I mean? Looks like like uh, cliche. It's probably what is that? What is that's probably what his character looked like in the original. Not the it looks one. like it looks very Firefly. What? Sure, uh, yeah, it does. Like steampunk. Yeah. It does in the well, the in the original comic books. I showed you that what he looked like in the in the sixties. Uh, oh yeah, he had yeah like yeah, a yeah. green jumpsuit with red lapels. Yeah. See, that'd be fun. <laughs> fun. Yeah. 
but he so, had been the leader and like had a big sacrifice at the end of season one and was gone. But they had to really kind of write him out for the first how many first half season because he was he was filming the final season of Broadchurch for Broad the BBC. Church, yeah. It's that kind of BBC type actor, you know what Speaking I mean? Speaking of BBC, can I just mm-hmm. say, uh-huh. the voice of Gideon yeah. sounds like, if you ever if you ever like torrent a BBC oh. TV show and at the end of it, it, it goes like, that was Peep Show. Stay tuned for another yes. <laughs> episode of Red Dwarf coming yeah. up next. It's totally the voice yeah. of Gideon. Yeah, it might be, might be. <laughs> and no wonder it turns me on so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, loves dog, like, oh, Red Dwarf's coming up. Mark and Jeremy are sure in a twist now. <laughs> Going on, like, it's Ab Fab. Ab yeah. Fab. Oh, I loved Ab Fab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've been watching Fleabag. Oh my god, you guys. Oh yeah, Fleabag. yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Where I'm only like we're still in the season one. Wow, it's crazy great. It's crazy great. Yeah, well, man. My... It's a really refreshing, interesting show. Mm-hmm. I, I've, heard, I've heard. I've heard. My my nephew, my who's in his twenties. Every time I see him, he's like, "Have you watched Fleabag yet?" I'm like, "I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. just. I'm gonna have to watch it. I hear it's fantastic." It's good, but it's, it's now it's now it's like you know it's old news. Now it's all about the Queen's Gambit. Right, Come right, on, right. Guys. I could not be less about. interested in the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> whatever the, I thought, uh, I you know what? I was like chess. I don't know. And then I watched it. I was like, Tuh. and totally. You know what? Chess is going to be this year's tickle me Elmo. Okay, I'm telling you, it's going to be all chess boards are just sold out. Everyone's just like, all right. You said it here first, guys. Yeah. Get your chest. Hot tech. Not the PS5. No sweat. You're going to be finding those everywhere. (laughs) Trying to get rid of that shit. This is chess boards. It's lousy with them. Oh, chess on the PS5, though. Oh, shit. (gasps) Whoa, now you got jumped in. (laughs) My problem with the ceiling. My problem with Rip's look, though, especially, is right now at this point in the series, I look at him. He's got the haircut of a guy who's going to found a vice and just. <laughs> awful. So right. the le- and speaking of the look of this, when the legends infiltrate NASA, NASA, I'm a fucking dummy. NASA, NASA, I believe NASA. That's how I pronounce it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the Shatner. NASA. I'm gonna do the Shatner. I say it's, NASA. It's like Mazda and Mazda. Yeah. It's like who are you? Or pasta and pasta. What yeah, pasta? I mean, who, who says I, pasta? I grew up. I grew up saying pasta. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, Living on the East Coast, people made fun of me. They're like, it's yeah. yeah, well, I'm and in from Italy, the East it Coast, is pasta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah, just yeah. remember there's a there's a restaurant. There used to be a restaurant in uh, Kits in Vancouver called Lots of Pasta, and there's no way it's supposed to be called Lots of Pasta. That doesn't make any fucking lots sense. Of, lots of pasta. <laughs> Lat and pasta. Yeah, lots of lots and pasta. It's just you work out, just only pull downs, pull downs, and. <laughs> Latsy and Patsy. Hi, I'm Patsy. Want some Latsies? What are they? They're good. I don't know, but roll these five die and see how things go. Yum, yum, yum. What a weirdo lady. Anyways. So is there time traveling? Yes. So the costumes, (laughs) the, the 70s costumes, the legends are wearing, walking in. I fucking loved them. I thought, God damn, it looks fucking sharp. Yeah, that was like Katie Lots. Good God. 1965 costumes, I guess they were. Yeah. No, the 70, the 1970s ones, because they they, they had the definite 70s vibes. Mm -hmm. I'm the oldest one here. I lived through this. (laughs) That first scene would have been 65. And then that's when when I first noticed that, like, they looked noise. Yeah. 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 No, I'm talking about like like the leather jacket and the orange jumpsuit Amaya's wearing and all that. Just they they hit those thrift stores apparently again, Mm because. 
we had mentioned this on a previous show. I was looking up some stuff on the IMDb or, or read something about often they'll go to just local thrift stores to, to save money on costume and try to find stuff. Mm-hmm. I, should, I have got friends who've, who've done that. Like mm-hmm. that's their job is to go like be a runner for a that's costume design person. Best. That's awesome. Yeah. It'd be really fun actually. Know, and it's so fun. And if you're a local and you like know where to get shit like that, you're like, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'll go to like this thrift store or like, uh, you know, depending on your budget, you go like to like, I don't know, some vintage place that you know about from mm-hmm. like having your ear to the ground as Vancouverite. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Like this show was like a really good example of like, Clearly, there was good like location scouts uh, that were being, like probably local or new. Mm-hmm. It, I'm t- I love those location scouts, and the <laughs> fact that like it was through the CBC building. There's a Canadian connection there. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like there's a lot of local actors, and it's just like I don't know. It was like it's it enriches the community. I showed big like time, this. big time. Well, really I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because recently. Um, in i've been seeing a lot in social media and whatever you get supernatural is done and travis has brought that up before that the town has felt like, like grateful is that the right word to supernatural sure. it's done a lot for the, all of these dc shows are you know again they're filling that void they, i mean they keep coming and going up they just announced that next season black lightning will have its last season so apparently uh uh, Greg Berlanti's iron grip on the CW that I always joked about isn't quite as iron as it used yeah, to be. Yeah. But they just but they just want new stuff from him. That's not working. We want this. We want that. So, and someone was like, "Oh, they got rid of Black Lightning and they're just keeping around that stupid fucking Legends of Tomorrow." <laughs> hmm. Yeah, they are. Black, like I, I didn't even know there was a Black Lightning to be honest. Oh, it it, it I, and here's the thing: I lost interest in the first season or two, and, and it, a lot of great actors in it. I love mm-hmm. the, the lead is great, but the first season, the costume looked so fucking hokey. I couldn't mm. past it. I couldn't get mm. past it. Mm. They fixed right. it eventually. But by that time I was like, there's a lot of TV to yeah. catch up on. Right. So speaking of TV <laughs> and the CW, I'm trying to no, terrible segue. They find Henry and he punches Rip right in the fucking face and they do the Indiana Jones in the last crusade bit. You know, he didn't have the right credentials and they all hold yeah, up. Their yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that in this episode. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, Hey, it's Raiders. Like, there's a lot of our glasses are the glasses that I'm wearing. You see a lot of these, these like, lot kind of, of standard issue. Um, were those your glasses, Adam, that you wear in this? Or Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, that's happened a few times oh. where I've gotten to use my own. Me too. Wardrobe oh my gosh. Stuff. In my in those robot ads, those are my glasses. And I've, right I've, done, I've done nine commercials for those guys. It's I, always my commercial. I, I was in an episode of Siren, and I have this like really garish, loud uh, sweater with a big bald eagle on it. Yes, and I I, I was just wearing it because it was warm on my scooter ride to the the costume fitting, and the costume lady was like, "Oh, you're wearing that for the yeah. show," and I thought awesome. she was making a joke. But they paid me 50 bucks. If you use your own clothes, they pay you 50 bucks. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. So if I, you want that's to go on a that trademark, show. That's a trademark <laughs> Pateman sweater. Like if you oh, if ever hung out with Pateman, you've seen him in that sweater at some point. <laughs> I know. That's awesome that it's made it onto. Uh, that's what happened. Like when that when that aired, people like I worked with are like, it's so weird to see you in the same clothes I see you in all the time too. <laughs> it was so awesome. And my uh, and even on IMDB, my, my character name for that role was Some Drunk. <laughs> it's like the best credit what's your character what's your credit for this one guidance ah interesting 
it was between me and Capcom. Like, yeah, it's like social services. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kingdom. I was like the NASA engineer in charge of guidance, guidance for the vehicle, yeah, 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 and then Capcom funny. was the other guy. And then it was me and me, him, and like the guy who played like um, Gene, what's his face, like the 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 guy who's head in like the head of like the ground control. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who handshake? Who actually yeah. played him in Apollo thirteen? Uh, who was that? Um, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. They had the. They both had the white vest. But you know what's funny is like that big mission control area. It was like full of extras, right? It was like all these people wearing Mormon costumes, just like myself. <laughs> and it was like me and one other guy who had the same costumes, but we were actually like principal actors, so we were allowed to go to the craft services table, but no one else was. And so, and like, I went over there, and I, w- I went and got, like, a couple of Werther's and, like, a handful of nuts or whatever, and some lady was like, you can't eat here. I'm like, no, 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 because there was, like, 65 other, like, extras that looked exactly like lines. me. I have three lines. That's I'm like, um, I'll have you know. I say three things at yep. two separate points. In I this checked episode. the call sheet. Um, guidance. Yeah. Looking yeah. at you right now. Guidance. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. why don't you guide why don't you just guide your way over there and let me get some fucking evidence? Why don't you guide guide your way over there, grab me a fucking coffee crisp. Guide your way over to that tent where there's a heater. <laughs> the other extras. I've never yeah. been an extra, but it looks like shit. Yeah. And it's like and it's only like one degree below where I'm at. Like, yeah, right, right. I mean, like again, you got the uh, tent, but the pay and and crafty baby. I was an extra in um, Cool Runnings. That's the only time I did extra. Work. No way, oh, really? I don't think oh, I don't think wow. you see me at all in it. You know, oh, that's that's burying the lead in our friendship. You were in Cool Runnings? Uh, not really. Okay. Cool Runnings like, is how just... I found out I was funny when I was a kid. Yeah, well, I was okay. seven years old and I was in a cul-de-sac and I was like quoting lines from the trailer to cool runnings and these kids thought i was funny i mean they were racist in impersonation i was like hey coach my helmet doesn't fit <laughs> like bonk and how about like now that. okay coach like yeah. i just remember doing that and like yeah. and a couple of kids from two separate houses were like that's hilarious you're really funny and i was like really yeah and, the, and it was and very formative that's and here like, you are, an extra. That's crazy. That. Yeah, the way that you went by, went whizzing by me. It's like, that was it. I'm sure. It was, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, something like I'll that. I bet it was like. Did you see your name in the credits? No, no. There's okay. like thousands of us. No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't see his name in the credits, but when he watches that movie, he sees his name in the credits yeah. every single time. Oh, I have some screen grabs of some credits. <laughs> cool. So basically they're looking for the other part of the spear that commander steel has and he put it on the moon because where is the spear on the moon i Um, love uh, am i helping yeah the way he put yeah the way he put the one uh the the one plus one equals two together there was a little too quick he he knows his grandfather who he's only met three times ever really well you crafty son of a bitch you you could put it on the moon you could have just said you put it on the moon that's where i would have been like no wait he's He's figured out a way to unscrew the pole that the flag is in, and he's put the spear inside of it and screwed it back together, and now that's where it's sat for all of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So quickly, just kind of put all that together. You know what I mean? I thought that was a little too quick, but fine, fine. It's also weird because the moon landing was faked. Exactly. We all know that. Yep. So like. Yep. Finally, somebody said it. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, yeah, did what did Stanley Kubrick himself put it in there? Exactly. <laughs> Wag the dog. 
So, oh, good, good Lord. So, but apparently the Apollo 13 accident hasn't happened because again, this uh, one has a lot of tips of the hat to Apollo 13 and The Martian, which I've never seen. Hmm. I saw it in the theater. Seen it? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. It's, it's, it's good. It's really good, mostly because Matt Damon just tour de force. Uh, what's her face has a cat. I remember um, uh, Bridesmaids, uh, formerly SNL. Kristen. What's her name? Kristen Wiig. She has a partner that is so stupid and is unnecessary and is so just reeks of like Oscar beating where you have to throw in these little yeah. things. Did you see it, Adam? The Martian? Yeah, and Donald Glover is in there too. Just right, like, right. Yeah. You know, so it has like some of that shit on it. But uh, but other like I'd, I'd recommend it for for the just to watch Matt Damon kick ass. Uh, it's good. And it also it like nods to actual science a little bit more than those survival space movies do. Sure. And, and it's usually pretty boring if it's like, I'm on a ship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm stuck. It's like, ugh, I'm like, on a soundstage. Yeah, <laughs> in a really small room. Yeah, because it's just like, hey, he's going potatoes. So it's like, he's going potatoes. Like you get really fucking psyched. Right? It's interesting, John. It's interesting. It, it's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's high stakes. So they cut to the inside of the module of Apollo 13, and Thon. Now Thon is one of the big bads of this season, and the big bads of these shows that cross mm. over he's reverse the, flash the, the reverse flash he's slow that's what i said too <laughs> like what a dumb name so what you go backwards fast no no no. i'm just like a bad guy but i'm fast oh. can you just be called like dark flash or something no 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 i'm reversed <laughs> but like put it into r no never mind <laughs> that's Zips that's away. funny that's funny so I like you. So that your neighbor. That's your neighbor watching me perform now. <laughs> that's funny. I like oh, you. And here's and this is a formative conversation for me. I figured out that, <laughs> that I'm a funny guy. <laughs> oh funny. shit. So he because he's on he, he's impersonating one of the astronauts. Which one I can't remember. It's not. Uh, Tom, uh, yeah, Tom. and there's a cool effect where he like shakes his head to yeah, get out of well, it. It's a, machine. it's a really good effect. It's a device he uses to do that because he can't use his speed. Uh, the shimmy and, shakes. Yeah, he can't use his speed in in no in zero gravity, which is one of the weirder That's... parts of this. Because later on, when he's on the wave rider, so he can't use his speed in fake gravity either, which doesn't make any sense. He did kind of zip all. out of there though. Anyways, he gonna go? Whatever. Like, Who cares? Who cares? It's fine that, that he, he right. couldn't use it there. So he's like, he's basically a regular dude. Yeah, this is a, okay, Adam, this is one of the, the he's, so he's T-1000. Yeah, okay. this is when the comic book nerd in me gets annoyed with the show. Like, oh, the Flash can run in fucking space. <laughs> I read, yeah, read 6,000 comics that said so. So they got to sneak into NASA and so they send down to the crew, uh, the ground crew, Professor Stein and Jefferson Jackson, who are a superhero called Firestorm, who they always have to find reasons not to use on episodes because this, this, the special special effects. Too much. So, yeah, yeah. It looks and, pretty good when it happens. Yeah, and Mick <laughs> and Mick Rory, like the the former criminal, now lovable alcoholic with uh, bulimic. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're pretending to be British observers. 
Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so. It, but is that that's Jack's? Uh, that's probably his real voice. Exactly. Well, actor, no, right? Trust me, when I did. did What's great is I, like two of them have great accents, and one of them just doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it's funny. It's a funny yeah, device. It is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, especially they put glasses on Mick to make him must make him look smart. Got to wear mm. glasses. That's what disguise. He, he was hilarious. I had no idea because I had. At that point, I had only seen one episode, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" And it was just some guy walking around in like a tweed suit with his thick neck. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> I don't get this character." I'm in my trailer watching it on my phone, being like, "Okay, it's <laughs> it's a character that when first introduced, when they when they spun this off, and he was a him and another character were villains on the Flash, and but." people really like them so they're going to turn them into like anti-heroes and he was like a stone-cold murderer and so they had to do a lots of twists and turns to get him to be lovable comedic relief guy uh (laughs) so it's 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 weird to understand what that character is Mm-hmm. Especially this point, they're still figuring it out. Believe me, you'll find that in mm-hmm. a couple episodes. It's almost like what's that character from um, Guardians of the Galaxy? The, like the blue guy with the, uh, the little designs on him. No, right. Batista, uh, Drax. Yeah, Drax. Yeah, it's almost like a Drax kind of. I don't know. And like, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, mm-hmm. just like from an outside observer of the of the show, it's like it's a, sort of like you know, like really tough, but like penetrable kind of tough guy you know yes oh and you will find that he has a sensitive in in a few seasons he's got a very oh you know i'll just reveal it to travis oh no this is a very oh it's a big twist (gasps) how dare you do it okay i don't think you care (laughs) i don't think travis would fucking care he he becomes a uh, writer of romance novels uh later Ah. oh i like that yeah Hilarious. it's his hobby well, I'd, I'd like to believe that he's always doing he's always been doing it on the down no no it's just because <laughs> as they're bouncing around through time he's like you know doesn't have a lot to do he's he's uh spending his time erotic fanfic writing, okay. writing science fiction erotic <laughs> yeah nice yolanda great grasped me and i said okay it writes but, itself i get yeah. it but he's talking about aliens, right? Her phalange was extra moist. You are That's not a part far of your off. Hands. You are not far off, my friend. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it writes itself. <laughs> so yeah, um, the actor who plays Jax, uh, Franza Drama, uh, gets to use his real voice for the first and only time on the show. And but uh, so Commander Steele says, "I'm going to space with my grandson, and we're going to protect the peace." Of the, the spear, and I'm still pissed off at you, Riff Hunter. And then we have Nate and Henry scene where he tells me, "You share your feelings in the in 2017." And he's only well, you know, he made me leave my family, but you know, he's got a family, and he fills him in that Rip's family was killed. I really like the scenes between uh, these two. These two guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Uh, um. Here's a like my thing with this is like why are they bringing up, why are they still bringing like this is a, a a theme that keeps showing up where you've got a, like the greater good and it's like my issue that I've been talking about as a warden it's like all of a sudden these people are still having their little but I want to save my family like why are we still talking about that like, because it's, it's, like it's, and, it, 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 
this one does pay it off finally in a way that I hope that we don't have to talk about it ever again. Well, um, it becomes, as they say on the show, a rite of initiation with new members who get tempted to do it. And, yeah. Uh, for various reasons. This is, this yeah. is the first just, and only it's, it's time just, Nate has been tempted to do it. Yeah. But it just like, it's just, it's kind of like in the last one, it's kind of an offshoot of what I had had a problem with that last episode where it's like, where I, I, the 12 year old me wants to be a knight. So I'm going to be a knight. And if I don't, but like, dude, you're part of a bigger thing now. Why are you like, so, so the fact that that's still kind of coming up is still kind of a, a thorn in the side for me. It's my one issue with this, mm-hmm. with this episode is that it's still, I get it still going to that well again although i will say do. i will say trying to repair my family structure is a little more of an understandable temptation than i want to be a knight in the court i know of King Arthur. i know no it is it is but it's still it's just something that that's happened at least a half dozen times already and it just keeps happening mm-hmm. uh, and so i was just like I, I, as i said but eventually it pays off very well very very well i love the way oh, it paid it off. Yeah. Wouldn't you be but, tempted? Uh, I mean, you might go back three weeks and shave off that goatee. I don't know. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's a little life. bit British. You said goatee. <laughs> <laughs> that was really interesting. Did I? I like people. Okay, there's so, a tweet that, that got shared a lot recently. And I love, people who make fun of British people on Twitter is the funniest thing. <laughs> like, so do, do British people just use that accent when no one's around? <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, that's one other thing I need to ask you quickly uh, before we, my wife wanted to make sure that I asked you, Adam, how's your uh, Marmite hunt going? Oh, Marmite. Marmite. It's actually not good. Like, yeah. we used to be able to get Marmite at Shoppers Drug Mart and mm-hmm. at, at, like, Save On Foods. There's a shortage. And it, yeah, there is. Uh, we can only find South African Marmite, and it's a little bit different. <laughs> i mean it's but, all like johnny do you know marmite i have no idea what you're talking it's about. like a spread it's just it's like, like a, a multi like salty spread like yeasty yeah yeah it's it's just a really salty brown thing and if you put it with ooh, cheese ooh, or butter ooh. on anything a it's salty amazing. brown well yeah or, or or like you know it's one of those things if you like salty very... things if you if I you use you... it sparingly i don't so i good. don't did you grow up with it adam i did not but my no. wife did and yeah. so she was like we need to have this on toast a lot. And I was mm. like, really? It sounds, it and then sounds, I was like, I got really into it. See, it I never got like, that acquired taste because it's very polarizing to me. Like, I can't even, when I'm making well, it's breakfast, like, in this bed, she happens. doesn't expect me. This Christine doesn't happens. expect me to put uh, Marmite on it anymore because she knows I'm going to dry heave through the whole thing. <laughs> well, I'm here's, serious. And I don't oh, do is it. Is she like, British? Is she British? Or? Her, both of her parents are. Yeah, yeah. We're mm-hmm. British. See, that's South thing. African. It's, it's very, okay, there you go. It's very passed on. But here's yeah. the thing. Every time people try Marmite for this first time, they put it on a spoon and put it on their tongue like a fucking moron. <laughs> it's like people are like, oh, I don't like salt. I had it at, on a spoon once and it was gross. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But if you oh, put it on the right things in the right amount, like if you yeah. put it like with butter on toast and like put a very sparing mm-hmm. amount, holy shit, it'll change your life. Wow. My, uh, my cheese, wife, I swear my, to God. my wife's dad uh, has a, a voice that's very proclamatory that I, I became pretty good at when I, I first got to get oh my. and she's got some um, like some sayings that he used to always say she never finishes her milk after cereal so we'll say things like do you say milk 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 what did I say <laughs> Milk. You milk. said milk. You said milk. M A L K, right? Milk. No, but she 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 never finishes her milk. So, so <laughs> her milk. Her milk. M E L K. Pillow. So so he'll always uh, say so. Giving you serial swimming lessons, Christine. 
I always say that. And so when uh, when I bring out the Marmite and where she, or when she brings out the Marmite and say, spreading fecal matter on your toast, Christine. <laughs> it's honestly what it is to me. But see, I, I know people are mad about it. My, my wife is mad about it. See, All right, you no know what? This is a, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a, a debate that I think goes back generations. Yeah. Debates, yeah. But, you know, the, you know, we're not doing a three hour fucking show on <laughs> Marmite. Okay. So, I mean, they are they are in British accents at NASA. That's, that's right. Pretty that's related. Right. Yeah, that all, just all right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But, you know, <laughs> See, so, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. back. I'm bringing it sort of kind of. I'm bringing sexy. So, I'm bringing Marmite back. Are you you're bringing Marmite back? <laughs> and sexy. <laughs> you're bringing Two. both both marmite and sexy back mm. that's, Imagine, that's your, yeah, can you fit it all in yeah man marmite in, in place of a bikini boom it's like so it's like amaya overhears <laughs> that henry's plan is like i'm just gonna go back to 1956 and again this is what you're talking about travis and his grandson's like yep that's a good idea it, he clearly should know that that's not a good idea and they can't do that <laughs> so they find Apollo 13. Sarah's taking charge. Rip's always in the corner, like going, uh, uh, just, just, I love the way he's, he's selling ineffectual in a way that he doesn't look like oh, I should be in charge. It's like, it's a slow realization. Like, I, time has passed me by, which they pay off at the end. I think mm-hmm. he's like, yep. Yeah. Much, much like the, the viewers of season one, I agree that I'm not a good captain. Mm hmm. <laughs> it was done well and it was done well. like it was it was really good like uh that could have been trash right like uh, i think that, like the, the way it was like kind of one after another the way the whole thing went through it was done really well mm-hmm. and so ray the atom has to go over to the ship and see what's going on and he finds that it's gone and they get into a fight but ray in his giant iron man like adam suit gets into a fight who has with Thawne who has no speed but he's got a knife and yeah how do you get that on board (laughs) security that's security (laughs) he's very fast especially with as slow as he is as he's because he's reverse flash right so he's Mm -hmm. like it's just like trying to get (laughs) no guys aren't listening can i bring you aren't listening i'm fast i'm fast like the flash Okay. This actually, like, this is, was an interesting part for me as, like, because I got the, the 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 script and I remember reading the scene and being like, how the hell are they going to film this tiny little man growing and getting, and then having, like, a, a fight in this little capsule? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't even picture it. Like, are they going to get wires? Like, is it going to really look like this? And I just watched it again tonight. I'm like, they pulled it off. They did. They really did. Yeah, it, it looks really good. It's exactly how it is in the script. It's yeah. Like, cool. And I feel like they had a really challenging script for this episode, mm-hmm. and they like totally pulled it off. It I think so really too. We've seen during the viewing of this uh, series so far some episodes where they save their budget, and some episodes with you see what they've saved oh, yeah. it to because these Berlanti shows are they don't have huge budgets. They really make do with what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they spend it in pockets. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense, though. Yeah. I mean, that's actually just like good production management, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, you look at most CW shows. I mean, there's not, a, I can't recall there ever being a show on the CW that looked like it had, like, wow, there's some production values you don't see on television. <laughs> well, 
I mean, I feel like most people don't think about that, but I will like watching this show, like they had Harry Belafonte's The Banana Boat Song. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they uh, had uh, they had the, the 2001 Space Odyssey theme song on, on, all, on, on the moon. Warner Brothers. Like they spent a lot of money getting they that. They really did. And by the mm-hmm. way, and like, I, we won't, we don't have to talk about the Harry Belafonte stuff right now, but I want to say I, I happen to be a huge Harry Belafonte fan. Me yeah. too. And the fact that he was in that episode, I was like, Oh my god, this is huge! But yeah. I have weird qualms with how they used it. Let's yeah. get to it. Let's oh, the, the it. dude! I was gonna tell you that's the part I was saying, Travis. I hate that fucking part because yeah. the part we're talking about. Can I tell you how you yeah. would have loved it if it was Harry Belafonte? I, then I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. If okay, all they needed was like in that first part of the episode where they're actually just like barreling through space in. The TARDIS or whatever it is. <laughs> the Wave um, Rider, sir. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, all they needed to be was like listening to like uh, TV stations from like 1965, which would have been Harry Belafonte's, uh, you know, like that song would have been mm-hmm. from around that era. So if they had heard it in the radio where it was like planted in, you sure. know, Victor Derber's you know, Garber's Her baby, yeah, yeah, Garber babies. If it was like implanted in his mind, where it's like, if it was like a callback, I would have been like, oh, totally. Mm-hmm. But I remember even being on set and they, he starts singing that song, and I'm like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. I remember re- reading the script and being like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. He's using it as a distra- distraction, but yes. the only thing it was missing was some small setup. From right. the beginning of the episode where they sure. heard the song in passing. That's all you need to do is have it like planted in well, their head. It's their earworm. Yeah. It's an earworm. And then it would have made sense. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. They do every now and then spend some money on some music. However, it probably costs a lot less to spend the money on the rights for Victor Gerber to sing it than to have the actual Belafonte track played earlier. Man, you're, that you're, you're, you're totally right. You're totally right. <laughs> yes, you are By the way, I should say Victor Gerber is the nicest man alive. Yeah. Oh. And even I, though you I kept let, saying his last name wrong. I, yeah. yeah. I honestly, I like, I didn't know. I never knew what his name was. I had to like Google it again today. But he's a very nice guy. Mr. And Andrews. I helped him out that day on the day, on oh. the day on shoot shoot. No, no big deal. But like, I let him tether his wi-fi off my iphone so that he was able to send an email that he was really desperate to send off his ipad and he's like the wi-fi doesn't work i'm like that's cool victor i guess your name is he's you like oh tether- thank you you can tether can up my, my phone he yeah. was very he was very thankful and you that's know what? great I, can, my, I need my it's sweet, because- sweet pornography <laughs> It's probably because of me that he became even more successful. Yes, probably. I was going to suggest that. Thank you. Finally. Okay. <laughs> was, was that so going to really keep that ahead in? to that to that Deo season? Oh uh, right? shit! I don't. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. I said we're going to be all over the place. I knew how this show yeah. was going to fucking yeah, yeah. go, uh, and that's, that's what that's what I wanted. So. Is, Believe me, any any idea of structure with this, I knew it was gonna go right out the <laughs> fucking window. I hate structure. <laughs> I I always did too, and then putting this together, I keep trying to have some loose structure. But obviously, if anyone's listened to this show or anything I've ever done, structure is not my thing <laughs> at all. Oh man, it's, but, yeah. But I really I hated that. I hated that fucking Deo gag. 
it so could have worked. Yeah, right. I, I really that's, think that's all it needed. Maybe that wasn't. Well, I, I guess if you saw the original script, you would have known that it wasn't. Maybe there was. But then so that. much so at the end of the episode, after they it got cuts to black, they they do an encore of it. Yeah, you know, I'm like, sure that uh, they had yeah. It. Were you there? At their, were like, you there when that was happening, Adam? Every single yeah, thing that had the, the Deo yeah. song, I was there for. Yeah. And it was they did so banana many boat takes song. Banana boat song yeah. And and one extra was like dancing a little bit to the music, and mm-hmm. like the director never had told anyone to do it because he wanted us to be like we're distracted. Like that's the big distraction in that part mm-hmm. of the, the episode. But one extra was just dancing a little, and the director was like, "Yes, yeah." And he and he's Keep in dancing. It. He's in the show. Yeah, he got in mm-hmm. there. I was like, oh man, you so went kind of extra to principal. Maybe for you guys to start kind of tapping your Pretty soon he can go get some know. nuts and get yelled at at craft services. It was, it was yeah. funny because like almost got the, the way it felt, like the way it was shot, it was like, this is the most important moon landing of all time. And then some guys singing Deo for like a minute and a half. And none of us are like told to look at our consoles or anything. So we're just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like it felt like, so... Well, wow, it was so I was so intoxicated, Mark, <laughs> telling his wife later that I completely. But the way it's edited, it works. It works. But <laughs> it was so funny. It was just like if I actually worked for NASA and I looked away from all of my console stuff for this amount of a song, I'd be like, huh. we'd, I'd be fired. What? Alone, all of us. What? Like just for ninety seconds. What? Belafonte, you say? This can't be right. We're supposed to be landing a spaceship. Yeah. What the heck? Nah. I'm not gonna nah. look at my computer again. What? What? Gay? So these are the voices. <laughs> so Ray finally blasts on, and the the LEM gets separated from the command module. Ray's got to land it, and he of course says, "Houston, we have a problem." Which, as I was about to groan at that that line it cuts to yeah. gerber uh as stein he just goes he just says yeah tell me something i don't know like in this like, you know like like the joke annoyed him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that that's really I'm funny. sure we're gonna hear it at some point like even uh, <laughs> like tom, tom hanks we get yeah, it yeah yeah we get it oh that's like in the real so, so yeah. Then the, the whole banana boat thing happens, and but it ends with uh, Mick Rory go, nice voice, Professor. And mm-hmm. yes, I'm Victor Garber. You I know start what? as Christ, Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ, superstar in the seventies. Hmm. You know what was funny is like the one thing that everybody was laughing at, like because they did like twenty to twenty five different takes of that Deo song. And the part where Victor is singing it, there's like this part where he goes like in the song, he goes, everybody, like everyone comes Yes, in. yes. But but for like a bunch of takes, he just was like, everybody. Like he was just like, <laughs> like this, this really intense, like everybody. <laughs> like this really menacing, like sing. And it was like, oh, we better do it. It was so funny. That's hilarious. It was just like, yeah, and everyone like I was just like, oh, other people noticed that. That was very like he that's just cool. He was really good with it. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, that's it. So Amaya tells Nate that he can't change history, and he's giving us all. But I want my dad to have a dad, and blah, 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 blah. you know, he's being a big fucking baby. Yep. And so Sarah tractor beams, tractor beams the module, and uh, 
uh, and blocks it from a bunch of meteorites with the wave rider while ripping her argue. And she's like, I'm in charge now, stupid. And then we get Ray Palmer on the moon in his Adam suit. Mm-hmm. Just taking it all in. And I really like Brendan Rouse's performance here. It's all in wide eyed and like, yep, I'm on the fucking moon. It looked great. And the fact very that- American. Mm-hmm. Holding that flag, being like yeah. very like, yay America. Well, here's the, here's the thing I will also point out about In Canada the, somewhere. Well, here's the, about these Berlanti shows though. These Berlanti shows every now and then it's not heavy handed. Every now and then wave the flag, but they wave the flag while also having the most diverse char- actual characters and a clear, um, as some would say, a lefty political agenda. It's like we're taking back the symbolism. Like Superman waves the flag, and Superman's mm-hmm. an immigrant, and you know, right? You don't know that he's so Canadian. Much. He's Canadian. One of the one of the creators. Yeah, this he's, close. He's, he's, this close. Yeah. The rocket. He's Crispin just... Glover, right? What's that? Crispin Glover. What, what's what's Superman's original? The actor's name? Christopher Reeve. Yeah, I said Crispin Glover. That's pretty close. <laughs> no, it's not close hey, at all. Hey, you. Hey, Chris, Lex. Chris. Take your damn hands off, Lois. <laughs> I've been told I look a little. I, I've been told that, like, somebody's doing it. Like, uh, speaking of those glasses, I've been told I look like Crispin Glover before. A young Crispin Glover when I was younger. And also, sexy. Uh, Did you um, have greasy hair? Uh, no, but I got that. I just don't like confrontation yeah. you mean you touched her in her her i love that part he's like listen shaking. george it's fine come on well, dad 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 daddy <laughs> when, when he almost when he almost kicked dave letterman's head off i was when i was like okay go fuck off yeah, he's an interesting cat okay. he's an interesting dude Dude, he's uh, like uh, he's a guy who he would he like he's put out uh, comedy albums and stuff he's really funny in hot tub time machine um but but he I one of his that. one of his yeah. albums was uh the name of his album was his home phone number and you could call him on his home phone number and i think it was still like in operations <laughs> for the amazing yeah Christmas, that's oh, funny. Wow. but as ray is running across the moon to Ric Flair's music, all I was thinking was, Woo! Mm-hmm. I know it, it's 2001, or please, what's the actual? I can never pronounce it. Also, Carmina Marana, is that the no, that's that nothing like that. Also, oh, that's, Zoc- <laughs> that's that that's one, Carmen, right? Carmen Miranda. The fruit yeah. That's the it, that's what it was. Because yeah. he ran to the flag to, to Carmen Miranda, the greatest American, <laughs> and yes, and he lifts up the flag, he takes out the piece, and He's like, guys, I got the last piece of the spirit destiny. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, copy. Yeah, that's funny. Copy. It's a good bit. And he's like, mm-hmm. copy. I'm, yeah. I'm on the fucking moon. And they say freaking even. And right. And they're like, yeah, well, you're Sprock Zahara Thrusta. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. I just call it Ric Flair's music, man. Yeah. Yep. Ric Flair's music. And he says, and this is right before, right before, this is a good time to take a break, but right before we, this uh, goes to commercial, he says, ah, now I know how Matt Damon felt. And I was like, 
Yeah, but sitting in the audience going, really? Golden Globe for best comedy? What the fuck mm-hmm. are you talking about? That's right. How did that win? Like, I, that's, that's not a comedy. I guess it was lighter. I don't know. Like, who, what they always fuck around with that. They take, like, they made a reference in, that this took place in 2017. He was like, come on, dad. Like, people are like, come on, grandpa. People are like, in 2017, men open up or whatever. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember it'd be like 2017. That feels like a million. I know years. it really. Doesn't it feel like a million years ago, dude? It's so when I'm watching these shows and they're referencing, I'm like, wait, this show was on during Trump. I'm like, no wonder I love this show so much. It was just such an escape because I was like, this felt like before all that shit. I'm like, oh no, this yeah, is right yeah, it was early on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, they get in their shots. In a nice way every now and then. But we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Are you ready to say goodbye to 2020 for good? Then do it in style with your pals at Mystery Titans Theater and their live New Year's Eve spectacular. Join your hosts, Travis Woloshin, Johnny Hedgepeth, and the returning Kelly Nelson as we sit back and watch the exploits of such timeless entertainers as Moose Monroe, Swede Hansen, and Barry O. Celebrate the turning of the clock from coast to coast as the fellows are joined throughout the night by Mystery Titans Theater favorites James Hamilton, Max Mitchell, Robert Hawkins, Zubin Sundar, Mark Staling, Sean Whitaker, and new friends Robert Charlton and Brad McNeil, and many more. The fun starts here on Mystery Titans Theater, HQ, Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube, at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 Pacific, and we won't say goodnight until the new year has reached Vancouver. It's going to be a party, so subscribe here for more updates, and let us know if there's a card you want to see on the Mystery Titans Theater New Year's Eve Live Spectacular. Baby, I've got your money. <laughs> Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to the show, Travis, we've got a lot to plug, a, a, a huge event coming up. Please take it. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yours mind as well. I should talk about yours mind the truth has come back. We've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. I talked oh, about Oh, of course. Uh, Put over your about. own gig. Guys. Yeah, I got it. I got to get it out of the way. I want to get to yeah, save the, the, the bigger one for later. Um, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Adam, Brad McNeil, uh, the, who has been on the, the show, BM. had the idea of our, our buddy Bowel Movement. Bowel Movement, yeah. yeah. Um, came on and we did the what we call the 100th Luft Balloon. We looked at the soundtracks, the the two, volume one and volume two of the three movies, Girls yeah. by Blank, uh, uh, Boogie Nights, and The Wedding Singer, all yeah, of which yeah, had yeah. two volumes. All of these movies had 99 Luft Balloons in the film but doesn't appear on any of the soundtracks so we kind of go through all those and uh, figure out what is our our hundredth luft balloon of of all of those that was left off of those two volumes and but it's still great songs very uh, great conversation yeah it was really fun to hang out with him again <laughs> and he was kind of like it's funny he was kind of a prick like you who didn't who didn't do the extreme songs the first episode <laughs> oh really tune in to yeah. see if he's not so much as a prick no more i guess you'll find out at the end uh, a prick. Uh, adam, adam i, yeah. I a little he's a different. good prick i really like brad adam i did something a little different when i was on yours mind the truth i i didn't pick from the top 10 he sent me because mm-hmm. i knew i couldn't pos- or possibly pick anything 
They're you know, bad. I don't care for them at all. And no, they're so very I bad. actually just did this a quick deep dives of listening to a few seconds here <laughs> and there. And I was going, oh, I kind of like that and kind of like that. And I just had this weird eclectic <laughs> thing. Of like, yeah, that's kind of how that's I went. Like yeah, yeah. But like, like I get it. And that's the it. kind of thing we talked about here. And like, there's certain, like, I'm not going to ask you to get into hair metal. Like, it's just part of the thing. Like, if you, it's but just the like, thing of is, this I hair do, metal. I do like hair metal, but like, I only know it through Weird Al and Twisted Sister. <laughs> that's funny. And it was so funny. <laughs> because I'm like this song sounds so much like this song from Alapalooza like that's hilarious. it was crazy that like it was this weird like I okay I don't know if you know if everybody knows this but it's like I learned how to be a human from Max Mitchell and Max Mitchell learned oh. how to be a human through Travis so I'm your grandson in like, I don't know. I think it's slightly <laughs> hyperbolic, but I know what you mean. I think we've all yeah. we've all kind of like uh, inspired each other over the years, right? And uh, again, yeah, another mutual friend, and and uh, yeah, Weird Al is somebody that you. And now I've gotten he's to our work, uncle. And now I've gotten to work with everyone you named, except for Weird Al. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that um, fun. But yeah, so look on for that. Finally, yours, mine, the truth is back. I'm excited. Uh, but we've got coming up. We just dropped last Saturday, recorded with our old friend Kelly Nelson, another episode of Miss. Titans Theater went back to the 70s. That was a blast. We got another one coming up where I finally, in a week from now, I finally, of all these years of doing this creative outlet bullshit, I've finally been able to convince a family member to join us. So my brother's going to be joining us. Your brother's joining us. Yeah, along with another uh, friend of ours, friend of the family who's been a uh, basically family and also they love uh that kind of like 80s era uh wrestling that we watch so that'll is be this, good time. Uh, travis is this an older brother or younger brother younger brother i'm the oldest in the okay. family he's uh yeah so he's uh uh he's just gonna chill out with us and have a great time i'm really really looking i'm I'm excited for you to meet him johnny um i'm hoping you guys so, bust each other's balls as much as i expect so of course of course of course um but uh, and then we have one more with our old friend james uh before the end of the new year but the big uh, uh, announcement that, that you, you guys might have heard at the start of this uh, podcast is on New Year's Eve, we are doing a live Mystery Titans Theater. Five and a half hours of watching old shitty wrestling with Kelly's going to be with us the whole time. And then we're going to have friends calling in throughout the night. The aforementioned Brad McNeil, the aforementioned Max Mitchell. Max Mitchell has something really great planned for us. He showed me a little bit already. I'm pretty excited, Johnny, for you to see this. Cool. Um, it's going to be but- great. But we've Whatever got it is, friends cool. from all over the place. Adam's not a wrestling guy, but I would mm-hmm. recommend that that you you check it out Adam. Uh, since COVID hit, this has been the most like laugh laugh out loud like 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 oh I bet laughing killing mm-hmm. myself laughing. We do. I mean, if, if if I could count on you guys curating wrestling matches, I yeah. would watch those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what we watch, we just goof on because we're not curating anything uh kelly kelly t nelson is yeah. sending us shit mainly and going we watch a lot of really shitty match uh, wrestling and goof on it and then when it's good it's just us reverting to being 13 again and going yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's great though like yeah. that's yeah. that's what i mean like that's a really good filter system to make yeah. wrestling really interesting is to yeah. like so like watch your friends and watch somebody who's like-minded be like this is why this is good it's yeah, like, yeah, rather yeah. than watching three hours of like oh my I god know, i know i know it's true <laughs> but so that's the plan uh so i'm gonna be promoting the shit out of this adam i expect you to do the same shit? as a member you promote i don't know shit. you guys could swear on this well, podcast. you were talking oh. about marmite earlier so that was fucking fuck 
<laughs> hey, you got to make up for lost so, time. So keep an eye out for that. Adam, what, what do you have going on? Nothing, man. Nothing? Oh, oh uh, no, no. My The TV show I was on got canceled on Netflix. But well, that's too bad. I mean, it was pretty cool, though. What was the show? Oh, it's awesome. What was the show? It was a it was the one where I was another NASA person. Right, right, right. Like this well, show. Right. But well, like, we should tell people to find that. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you Spike. what. Disney Channel is doing all. They've got now. Uh, uh, I'll audition. Show. Sounds good. Thanks yeah, for being yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, aren't they shooting other things in Vancouver? No, no, it's good. Disney's doing a lot of stuff. Let me get to my fucking point. They've got the right stuff. A show that they're making right now. So I you, love stuff shows. That. <laughs> but also, no, you're an you're now. You've got this. That's right. You've got this experience as playing uh, somebody who helped out with the space race. So yeah. they've got an actual thing on that. It's, so you'd be perfect for it. Exactly. That's like hey. That's like like it used to be. Uh, that's what every everybody who's ever done any hosting now is hearing mm-hmm. from that. Why don't you try to host Jeopardy? Like, it's just everybody. <laughs> Hey, or like, or like my th- I think my parents will say is, you know, they're filming a lot of shit here in Calgary. You should probably think about moving back. Or just shut the fuck. It's not. Happening. You know what? You've got more of a chance right now about hosting Jeopardy, my friend. They need a new Canadian. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But that's uh, that's you what that's You could be the new everybody... hilarious house of Frankenstein yes, in Calgary. That's right. I know. It sounds cool. Fuck yeah. So mm-hmm. before we get before we get back to this episode, I am DB curious. Now, Adam, when I started <laughs> I doing that. this show. When I thank you, thank you, because when I introduced that gag, Deep this motherfucker curious. said nothing, nothing, and, and <laughs> I like to search the IMDb comments uh, from uh, viewers on this show because like, if you go to the Apple ones, there's hundreds and hundreds. The IMDb is usually like eight or nine. It's a bunch of weirdos. Uh, some of them are lovely. And I don't talk about those people. I just try to find various little lovely people are terrible. There's some there's some terrible there's some terrible people. You did you're nice. I have positivity in my heart. Yes, please. More and it, it usually breaks down into like uh, user reviews, which I'm not doing, and trivia, which sometimes is not trivia, but more importantly, sometimes very astute viewers point out the goofs. We've got goofs, Travis. <laughs> Wait, a goofy movie one or two? What, where my wife, Dad? <laughs> yeah, you never hear about that. Like, Max, let me tell you about how your wife died. Your wife, your mom it was died. my wife. It was my wife. I mean, my wife. <laughs> but, you know, so maybe it was like Max's that. wife, technically. Whoa. You never go with those fucking guys. Uh, I still can't sleep on her side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it still smells like her. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> that was always my favorite when he did that sound when he fell over a building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so funny. Buzz Aldrin has stated that the flag they left on the moon on Apollo 11 mission was knocked over when they blasted away from the surface with a lunar module. In this Same. episode, hmm. it's standing 
upright with nothing else around it when Ray Palmer goes to retrieve it. Now, I had to curate that from tons of people obsessed with the technicality of how the launches actually happen because we found there's a subculture that are obsessed with, I guess, astronauts, uniforms, mm -hmm. and guns who don't know the show that they're watching. You know, sometimes right. they can't even say who the characters are, but they just start pointing out all the, the inaccuracies and the, the way the army uniforms look and stuff. It's bonkers. <laughs> and all I could think was this guy came over and punched this guy right in the fucking face because I just want Buzz Aldrin walking around fucking punching guys when he's fucking angry. Because he does. He does. Wasn't there some guy? Yeah, there was some guy who was like, what do you say about the moon landing being yeah, fake? Yeah, and I think he did. Was, legit. And Buzz Aldrin's like, fuck you. He Good punched him in the yeah, fucking face. Right. He was yeah. 86 years old and he knocked this motherfucker out. Like, yeah. I'm up on the moon. Look, look, I've had to live in Armstrong's shadow my whole goddamn life and now I have that's to right, listen to your right. bullshit. <laughs> oh, the guy who was in the console what did he have to oh man that would have been he's a real Ringo of the Beatles <laughs> <laughs> being out there just like you guys have fun down the surface yeah. I'll keep floating around well, is close enough I guess What's close enough George? I guess I guess this is pretty good yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. Like any any oh, cartoon show, lumps. that's my yeah. favorite voice. It's in every cartoon show. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let me give it. Let me give like it a Barney. shot. Barney. Let me give it a it's, shot. It's great. I'm not that Fred. Fred. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's See, that like was the, that, was, that was the very go, Barney voices. Boss, down no boss. <laughs> That's the voice. We're yeah. just gonna we're just gonna run down all of Top Cat's ah. crew. <laughs> so, Bless. so Ray's making a recording, you know, a la the Martian, and I'd love to just and I was hating this. I'm like, so oh, we're yeah. 23 minutes into the episode. Yeah, and, <laughs> that's how and, much I've slowed us down. No, no. So no, don't worry about. It. So thought, but I'd love to just cut over to Thong and what are you doing? It, again, it was like you're speaking for the viewer. Like, like what are you doing? Just see it. And but someone says, "Hey man, we got to work together." And I love this actor, but this delivery just—he says he's talking about how they have to work together. He goes, "I'm a scientist from the future, and I'm telling you, this is a two-man patch job. Like he's a fucking mechanic from yeah, it's pretty from good. I, I fucking love it. Good. And Amaya tells Henry that he can't go back to 1956 and explains why, and he goes, "Oh shit." You know, just didn't understand time travel. The mission comes first and Nate's pissed off. And she says, you know, you're the man I want to have a future with. He goes, we don't have a future. You know, he tells her all about, you know, what's going to, this is all bullshit. Yeah, that whole, that about. kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's you know, her, we see it at the end. Her future is, you know, she's got to go back to 1942 and suffer a terrible tragedy. And then yeah, therefore her granddaughter can be a superhero. See, this part all, always seemed like like it was like really sliced into the episode, but like maybe that's a really good design for it. Like mm -hmm. it's like a 1940s yeah. timeline, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like it comes sliced into this 1970 slash 1965 territory. Yeah. It's kind of that's been happening all all season long. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, this seems so like out of out of left field, but like it does. But it's it it, I think it's it's meant to tease. It's meant to be a teaser for the next episode. I'm guessing, Johnny, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or yes. Like the, the yes. Which leads yeah. into the finale. Where this is, you know, yeah. 
they're rounding third here. Yeah, yeah. On the season. And so Rip uh, and Henry have their scene together where Henry's like, you know, sorry about, you know, punching you in the face. Uh, and yeah. he, he tells Rip, he's like, you did a good job with these uh, these idiots, you know. In 19, when I first met him in 1942, all they did was nothing but argue. And Rip had to go, no, that was, again... Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of actually she was in charge for all that it's like boy when i saw them back then i like i thought that they must have been uh, uh, uh led by uh can i say this word like even he didn't want to say it <laughs> but he, you know what he was talking about um and rip's like actually that's when i was in charge i was like oh <laughs> oh a nazi yes, yes so not. ray and thon decide they gotta work together and Thon's opening up to Ray, saying, you know, he's like, I'm not a monster. I've seen history's greatest monsters. I'm not one of them. Uh, look at you. You could have powered a city. Instead, you made yourself a fucking superhero. It's great to want to achieve. And he, he reveals that he just wants to live. Because uh, throughout the, one of the little backstories they allude to here, Adam, is the reverse flash, I guess when he's just on Earth, uh, is being chased by the specter of death called the Black Flash because he's a time remnant. That's all you need to know. Right? Dark, flash, reverse Flash and Black Dark Flash. Flash Black, Black Flash. Black Flash, yes. Which is like, turn your flash off on your camera. Yes, turn <laughs> exactly. Black so that means like no flash, right? Can we get can we, can we shut our phones to Black Flash, please, everybody? Before the show starts? <laughs> See, there you go. That's the joke. That's mm -hmm. the joke. So they pull yeah, off the yeah. funny. You're funny. They pull You're off the funny. <laughs> well done, though. I like Shite. it. I like it. He's a funny lad. I don't. I don't hate it. <laughs> it writes itself. So they pull off the rescue. Um, and then here's the big scene where Houston's celebrating, and I saw you celebrating, sir. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I, I remember being like, I don't know what we're celebrating. Mm, 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 mm. There was a couple like, and now it's like, yes, the thing happened. I, I like it. So this <laughs> yeah. is what I like. So, so, and this is something that they they can kind of uh, fail on this show is when they do insert or they kind of shoehorn in these real life historical events. And here it's like, yeah. but where things have been kind of fucked up. Uh, and they have to kind of fix it so things get like, oh shit, now the Apollo 13 is going to land on the moon. It's not going to be a problem because he knows what the problem is, right? But that's mm -hmm. going to change history. But here they've still got like, oh, we've lost touch with Apollo 13 and they get it back. So in a way it's changed, but it hasn't, right? I like yeah. that. Except, I they're like gonna that. except they're going to land with only two astronauts, which is kind of a story, yeah. uh, a, a little plot hole, but you know. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, think about it. There was three of them up there. Oh, sure. There were I mean, three when they go up there. The when they get down Tom there, Tom Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> Tom ben Hanks. Got, and Tom no, Hanks. I'm sure Peter Scolari. Peter Scolari was there. Peter Scolari. Peter Scolari and um, Jackie Gleason, right? And and uh, <laughs> Jack Lemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Andrea. twelve. The best. <laughs> so they pull off the rescue, and there's a big celebration. Stein's worried because he's telling Mick uh, the wave riders fucked on re-entry, and they get thrown on the wave. Degrees. Thirty-eight mm -hmm. degrees. So basically, uh, they get thrown on the ship, and he tells them, "He's like, no, oh, you did thirty-eight degrees. I want to live too." Uh, Katie, uh, Katie Lotz gets the line. She's talking to Stein. She's like, "The wave rider is using gra gravitational inertia to float back to Earth." <laughs> 
what i know science yeah, anyway, yeah whatever but i just thought it was it was like that character shouldn't be saying that they wrote that in i don't know it's, mm. it's, 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 i didn't it's, like it it felt like she I was didn't like, it, like but an uh, exposition machine. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, big time. Oh, Here's, dude, you should have seen. Yeah, you saw those early episodes. It was so bad at the beginning in terms of bad. getting in. Wait, do you mean to? You're telling me that because of our problems and how we have to work together to become these superheroes, that now we can't yeah. do that in this special vector? Like, shut up! Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, you know it's I mean? rough. It's yeah. the first season is just going. What are the pearls? What's the things they want to work on? What's working? What what, what is not working? which is most of it mm-hmm. and, and that uh, was that was expert that was unnecessary like she could have just said like the, the, like if she would have said the, the crossers are doing this and blah 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 and not even do a throwaway like no, how they, were do you writing, they were writing her a fucking joke like say you know yeah. you never heard her yeah. say this before. Yeah, it was a waste so, of waste so of we got young hank haywood nate's dad is at mm-hmm. nasa because um henry rigged a contest so he can meet his son that he had to abandon to for this mission typical and, deep state bullshit yeah <laughs> yeah that's what they're up to <laughs> he was putting yeah. spears on the rigging moon essay and, and rigging, fucking but, obama am i right yeah exactly. uh, no. <laughs> jesus constant you know ugh. you know just an obama administration putting spears of destiny up on the moon you know rigging contests what the fuck kids. is what fuck good is it up there yeah, great, great, thanks, thanks a lot. What if I, you know, well, it's not thanks. a bad idea if we put the, you can rewrite reality. Well, I think I know a few guys, or I know one guy, you know, I would trust to. Yeah. Well, I think you, you all kind of, I think uh, speaking of rewriting reality, I think this uh, Barack Hussein Obama <laughs> rewrote the old uh, Bush certificate. I got, I seen the website. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, they say it was a, you know, authentic. He used the spirit destiny to make an authentic one because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's the deep state. The wave riders <laughs> fucked. Ray goes to Dawn. He says 38 degrees, but they can't get to 38 degrees um, without having to sacrifice someone by opening up the cargo bay doors. And while Rip and Sarah are arguing or who's going to do it, of course, Commander Steele gets up because that's who that guy is. And he and his grandson have a goodbye scene as he's about to sacrifice himself. He's, you know, tell my son I'm sorry. And I don't know, this got me in the feels, as they say. It worked for me, man. I, again, this show, Adam, this character of Nate joined this season, and this actor's been a breath of fresh air on this, on this show. He's quite good. Yeah, yeah. So did you see him on set at all, Adam? Um, I think so. Is this the, the grandfather? He was character? an asshole to me. Fuck him. <laughs> no, the no, no, the guy, who, the guy who was the the grandson, the grandson of the hair, um, the very Brendan Meyer. Uh, oh, no, 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 Brendan Meyer, you ruined it. Man. Oh, I was going to ask, you, I was I gonna ask Adam if he uh, got the you Colin Jost. Colin Jost. Yeah. Yes. Uh, nah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think I did see that on set, and like, yeah, yeah I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, he looks like that. A little bit. I, I see it. Yeah. Um he's good. He's good. I like I don't know. And watching this, did he stand out to you at all as like one of like the better actors in the in the main ensemble? It was only like one scene where he like came down and like talked to the, to the kid. younger version of yeah, to the kid. 
that was and good. Like, that was great. But the stuff with his with his grandpa that we're about to get to here in the mm -hmm. in the in the the hatch, I thought that was fucking awesome, man. That's some heavy lifting shit. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there for that because that was all a totally different. You're just location. talking about what we watched here. <laughs> that like, do you think? No, I know. I know. Do you think he's? Do you think he's a good uh, actor? I I mean, now or I did he stand like, out to you as as among this cast? I only heard him like yeah. quietly. Okay. All right. All right. So, maybe, I think he's. I think him and Katie Lots are the two best actors mm -hmm. on this show. Uh, yeah, I mean, watching the show tonight, I was just like, yeah, like, like he, like he's a good dramatic actor. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, there's some really strong acting on this show yep, for sure. Yep. Okay. Hey, he was on that nine hundred two one zero reboot that nobody watched, but boy, does he. Did you ever read for that, Adam? Now, the 90210 reboot. No, no, no. Yeah, I read for one episode. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Have you been doing Are You Afraid of the Dark lately? No. Oh, man. It's. Yeah. It's come back. It's pretty oh, sweet. interesting. Ooh. Cool. Mm -hmm. So then when he breaks, when Nate starts crying into Amaya's uh, shoulder, I, I thought he was. I, that's what I worked on. He's very good. Right here. Mm -hmm. that, wasn't, that wasn't manly crying. I'm like, oh, no, that's, mm -hmm. that's definitely real crying. And Mm -hmm. So Thon's finally free. He vibrates out. Ray confronts him with the knowledge and the gun, you know, that he's a time remnant. And his little alarm goes off because that means the black flash is about to come and eat him. And zoom, zooms away. And Nate. I like Nate, that Ralph knows about it now. And I like yeah. that we see more of like these guys. You, you've told, you've kind of teased that these guys have a, a real connection between the two. And he's like, I'm fucking on to you. Man. They do, on to you. Yeah, they do a bit, but it, but uh, Nate, uh, not Nate, uh, Ray and uh, Dark have a relationship that go on, you know. For right, seasons. right. Oh, that's the but, other one. Right, right. So Nate has the scene with the little kid that you mentioned. You know, that's his father. And he tries to give his father some advice. She's giving a little pep talk about how to treat me right. Yeah, uh, that was fine. Yeah. Rip and Sarah, it's the whole, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, you're a better captain. She's like, well, you're part of the crew. You're a legend. And Nate and Amai, Nate apologizes for being a big fucking baby. And then we end the show with Amaya going, well, show me, Gideon. What happens after I go back to 1942? And they that's show right. the desolation of her village. Fire. A lot fire. of fire. <laughs> Tons of fire. But it ends with the pictures of her granddaughter, Mari, who is Vixen, the superhero in what is the present. So, look, we've been going on for a long time, and I'm going to want to wrap this up, but this has been the most fun I've had. No offense, Travis. This cool. is what oh, I was yeah. wanting when we started yeah. this. Yeah. But uh, all in all, Adam, Adam, like, thank you so much. Yeah, but you saw like from those other the other episodes you saw, this one stood oh, out okay. as being just kind of more all together though, right? From those earlier yeah. ones, wouldn't you say? Um, yeah, the early ones it was oh, like it was, it was like basic locations and stuff, like yeah. you know, like alleyways and streets and stuff. Whereas yeah. this one, like even just reading the script when I got it, I was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in space mm -hmm. and <laughs> a lot of sets and stuff. So like it felt like it was a really high budget episode that I got to like be That's awesome. in this like really cool set for. It looked great. It like, looked really cool. Yeah, it looked so good. Like I was yeah. so, like the nineteen seventies, like you know, cigarette butts in like ashtrays. That's in what... these like cool old. You know, it was like the wow. set decoration was insane. Cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Because one of the one of the criticisms people throw at some of these shows are all filmed in the same style it was like oh it all looks hokey but from what you're saying you know the, the, it was a little a bit more impressive that some yeah i agree it was some of the more all out like 
decoration I've seen. Like they cool. did a really crazy yeah. thing. We did see in season one what was it? Uh, some sort of blood ritual thing that was done in the ballroom where uh, yeah. Travis's wife gets to go to Christmas parties without him. And then yeah, where they just yeah. dimmed the lights red and threw some fucking. Yeah, you can tell they've got a, a <laughs> bit more. It just feels like everybody's clicking in there all. There's a lot of confidence. Everyone's having a lot of fun. As you said, it was a great experience on set. Um, cool. Awesome. Thanks. Adam. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks thank for you. having me. Yeah, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Travis. Thank everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Follow us at uh, at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Um, Adam, do you, do you bother with that sh- sort of shit? You know, Twitter, anything you want? Anything you want Oh man, I have nothing to plug. Um, I mean, you know, just like keep your eye out for people. See if they need, you know, a hand carrying their bags or whatever. Yeah, man. Okay. And then, you know, disinfect your hands. <laughs> Wear a mask. Dirty, dirty yeah. bags. Awesome. So well, that's all I got to plug. Cool. Good job, buddy. All right. Good night, everybody. You too, Thank man. you. Bye-bye.